Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sporting 160 EN podcast. We're on episode 146. Today, we're joined by the three main men, as always. Firstly, Danny, how are you today, man? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Uh, happy with another Sporting dub, a tough away trip to Gimenez as all, And uh, glad to be back after, I think it was like a month hiatus for me. Uh, and of course, StreamYard is bugging out, but we're back. We're live. Let's do it, baby. Yeah, apologies for technical difficulties. It just would not let us go live. But um, uh, without further ado as well, Chris, how are you today, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I guess in the end, it looks the, the Game and Edge win looks less sus than it was, but it, it definitely had its moments of being pretty, pretty sus. But I'm glad we pulled out the result in the end. But, you know, the Contas... Getting tighter uh, as we as we get closer to the end, and Porto still hasn't dropped points, so still hoping though. Yeah, most definitely. Let's move on to some Twitter questions. We have not actually done them in a while because we've just, we haven't had that much, and we usually speak on the topics anyway. Um, we'll start off with national team, I guess, since I, I'm representing. Um, the national team game is tomorrow. Uh, I think 7.45 UK time. What's that? 3.45 for you guys. Yep. Um, yep. So the first question is from Nuno, and he says, what guys are you thinking that Nandino will go for the lineup on Thursday? Do you think he'll go with the youth that's playing well in form or stick with the old guard, given it's a playoff game and he's always gone with them? Chris, I'll go with you. What are your, what are your thoughts on his potential lineup? Uh, it's actually going to be interesting because I feel like his, his hand is actually forced in a couple areas, so it will be interesting to see what he does. But... Maybe there'll be one shock, uh, but I don't. I don't think that it's going to be too crazy. Like I think who he pairs with Font is is very interesting. Um, like uh, it, like who, it's really what is it? Jalo or Inacio? I mean, wh- one of those two hasn't really played has really played before with him, and so he, they're going to be thrust be into a crit. I guess Sorry. it could also be Danilo, and that's that's real. That's a real shit And if he. <laughs> If Danilo is, is is like converted into center back, you can already predict what the rest of the lineup is going to look like, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a bit of the same. Sorry. I'm a bit of the same. I'm actually trying to pull up the the like lineup, like the call up right now because there are so many changes. Yeah, it's um, changed like six times. Personally, I'm I'm putting a $5 bet down on, on $5 Canadian, by the way, so two American uh, and like half a pound. Um that uh, that Danilo is starting at center back beside Font. <laughs> I I don't have faith that Fernand Sons is gonna put Inacio in after no, even I mean... under twenty ones even snubbed him like a few months ago. It wasn't that long ago. I mean Inacio's done well. Is he gonna he play him on like him, he considers him more reliable? I guess is he gonna play him on his two the two most important games of of his career really because after Portugal where are you going? Um, maybe I mean, we'll find out tomorrow. Okay. I think he should, but I don't think he will. And then just to, to call up William, I know we'll get into the Pelinga situation. I know Pelinga was also injured, but uh, I don't know, man. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, no nevs either, a lot of question marks on uh, tomorrow. And if we win tomorrow, ultimately against the big game against. Um, Macedonia because Italy's not winning that game, you know. 
<laughs> we'll be playing Italy in the consolation game, dude. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pretty much agree with you. Apart from, I think he will go fucking Asio or Jalo at centre back because he always goes for William and Danilo in the middle, and I don't think that's mm. ever changed unless it's like yeah. the, like the game's gone. But um, yeah. Um, while we're on the topic, I guess um, you guys confident for for the game, um, or or is it something? Because let's be honest, Turkey are a good team as well. It's not like they're just nobodies. So, what what are your guys' thoughts and predictions, Daniel? I'll start off with you. Do you think we're we're going to go through or or no? I think we'll beat Turkey. I do. Um, because, but like you said, Turkey's t- they're one of those tough teams. But I think everybody's going to be on it. The only the, again the question marks when it comes to Portugal. We have so much talent, so much talent, so that we even leave off maybe like the other best midfielder in in our in our league this year in Vitinha out of the squad. Um, it's just a, my question is like, is Bruno gonna show up? Because Bruno has showed up for maybe like two games in a Portugal shirt. Has is is Jota gonna show up? Because I've only seen Jota show up once compared to like his time at Liverpool. Um, I, we we talked about I I discuss, I mentioned it just before going live like is Felix gonna play and like Christian mentioned are we gonna rely on Felix to to get us through the to the World Cup is that is that what Portugal is right now it, it's there's a lot of question marks I, I'm I'm quietly confident um, I'm not too worried about it either because my Canada just needs a point that same day so it is what it is I don't give a fuck about Portugal at this point but it's gonna be tough it's it's really tough. Um, Turkey's a tough team. It would have been easier maybe if we got Macedonia. And then again, like if we beat Turkey, that Italy game is going to be that, that, that's that's huge. That's huge. But maybe Ronaldo appears again like he did against Sweden a few years ago. You know, who knows? Yeah, definitely. And I think I'm going to answer this question for everyone when I can get my mouse. Uh, Juice Sports DL says, Is it coincidence that all the players under, under Fernando Santos? No, he's just no. a really bad manager. And he, he can't manage a team. Like in 2016, even when you look at the games, I know we won. You can't like we won the whole thing, but it pretty much was just counter attack, and that was it. And you know when you've got, let's be honest, like generational players in like Joe Felix, you've got obviously Ronaldo still there, and you've got players coming like Andres Silva, the Abrajotto, as we mentioned, like Rafael Leal. You got to play to their strengths, and their strength isn't defend and counter attack. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's just a Fernando Santos thing. But um, Chris, what are your thoughts as well? Like, are you confident with a win, or, or what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I'm probably confident in a win by some standards. I'm not. I'm not. Is there extra time? I'm guessing. It feels hard yeah. to shit time all these. Yeah, we actually do. Yeah, so I think it gets done one way or another, but uh, I'm not sure what would actually happen against a good team. But I, I think I read that Italy had a bunch of COVID cases. So yeah. um, they could be back by that hypothetical game, like next Wednesday or whatever it would be. Um, but uh, I don't think anyone's squad right now is at, is at 100%. Turkey's down a couple bodies as well. I think MRL might even be out for them. Um, so I, I, everyone's shithousing a little bit. We shithouse best when it's needed the most. So let's hope we can just keep it going. <laughs> Guys, a quick question. I, I mean, it's pretty safe that uh, Rui Patricio is starting this game. Uh, I don't. Yeah, think which is annoying. He's not up. the most informed keeper, but he's going to start. So that's my question. Would you start him? 
ahead of Diogo Costa or even uh, uh, Sa. Sa, exactly. Sa. Sa, Sa just Sa. got called in, but Sa just got called in, so it's impossible exactly. to smart. Exactly. He, sh- he should, though, but I, he could, I don't know why he, could he wasn't. Easily, he could. Yeah. He could. I, I Honestly, at this moment, I would rather – I have Sa ahead of, of uh, Patricio. Personally, I, I would even start the Porto year. kid. Yeah, the Portuguese has been been really good this year. Hasn't lost in the league yet. Oh, I, I think so. But when you see Diogo Costa in big games, like the one against Liverpool, he's absolutely choked. Like, yeah, that's true. Even one thing about Patricio, I will say, like big, like in big national team games, he's always stepped up. Yeah. So, so I guess, but I would have gone with. We can't afford a Frangu though. We're not, we're not like scoring three goals on anybody. So if if, if Patricio Frangu is one, and then we can see another, like. I don't know when any games are gonna win. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you, Patricio has quite a few frangos this season, bro. He has I've been like four. Roma as four. much as I can. He, he has like at least four. At like, least. Well, <laughs> and that's just but, yeah. in the Italian league. I think in the Europa League, he has four just against some Norwegian team. Like, <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of selection, I'll, I'll start for you, Chris. What, what would be your starting eleven for? Let, let's just say for both games, what are you what are you playing your starting eleven as? Um, so, I mean, dude, I guess, I guess Nunu Men's, uh, font, I would probably go with Inasiu, um, over Jalo, and then, um, who do we have at right back? We're down Cancelo and, uh, somebody else too, right? We have Cedric, I know that. We have Cedric and Semedu, or Semedu out too. I think Semedo is out. I think it's Cedric and... And Dalot. Dalot, yeah. okay. Yeah, I guess I would go Dalot, but I mean, Jesus. <laughs> uh, he's going to probably go Danilo, or if he goes Danilo at center back, he won't be able to put him in the midfield. So then he'll go Moutinho, William, and Bernardo. Moutinho, William, Danilo. Um... Something like that, <laughs> and then what? Uh, uh, Jota, Bernardo, Ronaldo. Yeah, Danny, you have any different opinions? Maybe Bruno yeah. slots in there in that midfield. Maybe. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. R- repeat your midfield again. I missed it because I was trying to look up the thing. Um, I, I think it's. I think well, if Danilo's not there, he'll be in the midfield, and then I think it will actually be Danilo, William, and Moutinho. Mm. But if 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 Danilo's mm. at center back, then he'll use William as his CDM, and then it will be William, Moutinho, and then maybe Bruno, maybe or maybe. Yeah, I think I think Bruno starts this game, but he's been off. He, not a he has played the four four two before though. He has. Um, so maybe I think Silva. I think we're going. Sorry. I, no, no way. I think we're going the 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 classic four three three. I agree with your your defense. You said you said Cedric at right back, right? I said the low because I'd prefer the, the low, low, but it might easily be Cedric. I think it's going to be Cedric. That's the only <laughs> thing I'll change. But personally, I like Inasu. I think it's going to be Danilo in in defense though. But I, my my lineup, if I if I had to pick, it'd be Patricio, Cedric, Inasu, Font, Nun, uh, Nunu Minge. I'd have. Uh, Danilo in the midfield with with Bruno and Mutingu. Yeah, I'd have Bruno and Mutingu, and then up top I'd have uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo Jota Felix, and then we throw in 
we throw in um, Bernardo's been in really good form though for club, but I guess Bernardo. I forgot Bernardo. Fuck, drop Felix. Bernardo. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. But at the same time, Bernardo and Bruno don't get along for some reason. They just can't play together. No. Uh, it's a tough yeah. select. Or, it's or a for select. Portugal, really. Something, or they yeah. pop like one in every ten games. <laughs> well, let's hope this is the this is the tenth. The tenth, yeah. It feels like it's been a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I agree with both of you. One per two people I'd like to see that you didn't mention were Matus Nunes. I reckon I reckon could be in for a start. Um, I think he's been on good form, and obviously what Pep said about him. I think Guerrero's healthy too, because he actually might slide in at left back. Um, I think it'd be yeah. a crime, though. Seeing but, how well Nuno Mendes has been playing, that's a crime. And then I think he needs to bring Vitinha off the bench at some point. I really like the kid, even though he's a poor kid, but I think he's a really good so player. So Vitinha was called uh, games. Yeah, instead of, uh, was it Neves? Yeah, when Neves got... Um, okay, okay, so Wikipedia is right, okay. But yeah, I, I think I would put Matus Nunes over Matinho personally. But I, I think it's going to be Matinho just because of Fernando Santos and and sort of like Nuno said. He did the start quote, quote, Mateus. What was that game that Matus Nunes played that was horrible? There was, was a like friendly. Ireland? There was a friendly and then there was a qualifier. And Matus yeah. played in both. But he only started in one. And I don't remember if he started in the qualifier or if it was the friendly. I'm guessing it was probably the friendly, and then I'm guessing he came oh, off the bench. But ah, but dude, that Ireland game was so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He might have played against Luxembourg too, Matthias Nunes, if I recall correctly. The game that Pelinga did to see. Yeah, I think that was I Luxembourg. Right. I think or Qatar, right. Qatar. That was the friendly. Qatar was the friendly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think we're pretty much similar on, on teams bar one and two players. But, yeah, we'll have to see tomorrow. Um, it's going to be a shit house, bro. Like, the lineups that we were talking is a shit house lineup. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're going to understand what's for good football, it's like. CR7. No. We, need, we need a CR7 banger. <laughs> Let me just throw in one uh, opinion. Is I, 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 He's not in the greatest of forms. Mind you, actually, no, he's already right. he's been banging in goals for Bifica. I would have rather have put Rafa than Otavio. Rafa's been more decisive. I forgot and about Rafa Otavio. plays a certain like he'll give a certain job that Otavio just can't, which is just pace. Say what you want about him, right? But I think he's a good fit for the national team. He's a play- like like Pepe is a good fit for the national team, even though no one can stand him. It's like we need more players like that. Like instead need more of like a- yeah. you're saying yeah. Otavio. Yeah, Otavio. I like Otavio too. I'm not saying I'm I don't. I like Otavio and I and I agree. He's we need when you have an asshole in your team, you love him, but to play against them, you hate him. hundred yeah. percent. He's like he's also like Maxi Pereira. Portistas oh, yeah. hated him when he was at Befica. When he came to Porto, he became a legend instantly. So I I, I hear that. But I just think in terms of doing a job, I think Rafa would be more effective than Octavio, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm surprised What's he didn't get called over Vitinha as well. Because I, I yeah. thought Rafa is like a, a Fernando Santos favorite again. I think he was bought to like 2016 Euros. He was. But he just didn't yeah. play, right? Or like Yeah, he, like I think he was like the only player that didn't play. Yeah. Or one of two. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, I think that that will do it for the Celestial talk for now. Um, let's move on to the game of last week versus Gimme Range. When I get the tab up, it was a, a good game. Didn't start off too well, uh, but we got there in the end. Let me share my screen. Three-one uh, Sporting win with goals from Edwards, goals from Paulinho, and goals from Sarabia. Uh, lineup as is followed is Adan in goal, uh, Coates, uh, Matus Rice, Inacio, Esgayo. Let me zoom in. So everyone can see. Cool. Sorry. Uh, Esgayo, Nuno Santos, Matias Nunes, Ugarte, Sarabia, Paulinho, and Slimani. Danny, what were your thoughts uh, on the game? Another Slimani and Paulinho uh, dynamic duo, so to speak. What were your overall thoughts on it? Yeah. And um, uh, Slimani doing the, I guess Paulinho might be rubbing off on him. There was a tap, not a tap in. It's, it's harsh to call it a tap in, but. Uh... Slimani with a chance in the first half right after they scored that I thought, you know, it's classic Slimani goal, but uh, didn't find the back of the net. Another hard-fought game, you know, um, uh, Vitoria, I mean, Gimenez is a, is a good club regardless of their position this year. They've been struggling. They're like those hot and cold teams. Quite annoying for in their, for their fans' uh, perspectives because with the team that they have, you'd expect a bit more. Um, this game, this game, my argument of Matheus Nunes, or sorry, Matheus Nunes being being a left back and not a center back, uh, really really showed for especially from their first goal because uh, not that it was Matheus Nunes' fault, but Nuno Santos kind of like pushed into the midfield, left the left wide open, um, and then we were just recovering from there. Quach maybe makes a mistake, but uh, a beautiful spin from or turn from uh, Estupinian and whatever his name is, and he gets the goal. Um, yeah, it was tough in the, you know, first half wasn't really for us. Gimenez, you know, we're, we're the better of the two. But then the second half we took over. Penalty, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But two back-to-back beautiful goals. Paulinho misses a sitter, scores a, 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 a whatever that's called, like a back heel flip sort of thing. Um, and then Edwards comes on and, and scores a beautiful goal, a banger against his old club. Um, just, you know. Or however they say it in Portuguese, you know? Um, I mean, we were deserved winners at the end of the day. I felt like we'd done enough. Uh, but another questionable game. I can see why people might be losing their patience a bit with this team. Um, but, uh, you know, Pot came back in. Uh, Podinga's coming back in. Neto came off the bench. That's another thing. Next game, I, I think our best lineup is Inácio, Coates, Neto. And then... Reja at left back, obviously Poru. Poru was suspended this game, right? That's why he didn't play. Injured. Oh, injured. Okay. Last so, yeah. minute injury, yeah. So unlucky, I guess there. But uh, uh, not that he's Gayu. The, the problem is with these Gayu is when he is influential. Most of the times, it's for the wrong things. He's just not influential enough. Um, and that's, I think, that's one of the things why we're lacking on with when we play Ishgayu. Um Aside from that, same old from Sarabia. I think next game we'll we'll drop the Slimani Paulingu partnership and just start Paulingu with Sarabia and Pot. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did the job. That's all that matters. Three points, and we we, we needed some help from Boavista, who um, who couldn't play against fourteen men. Let's 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 keep it real. <laughs> yeah, to, to put it bluntly, uh, Chris, what were your overall thoughts on the the win? Um, definitely frustrating at times, especially in the first half. 
Um, Kawaz did low-key get uh, turned around, and Inasiu put in a blender on the their their goal. Um, well taken. Um, but the thing is, is they honestly didn't create that had too many chances to fully make this as sketchy as it could have been. Um, especially in the second half, they really didn't have much going for them, and it was just a series of us missing chances. Obviously, us getting the, the PK, which is somewhat controversial right before half, definitely helped a lot. Um, but, the, yeah, I mean, we had a flurry of chances right from the opening of the second half, and... Um, I figured like we were eventually going to score, um, which we did, um, with enough time that it wasn't like so sketchy. I think pulling us for like 65th minute. Um, and then, yeah, they didn't really give us like the, any, they had a couple like moments, but I mean, no, they, there was no clear cut chance carved out. There was like crying about an Adon punch off a set piece and like yeah. stuff like that but not they're not they weren't carving out chances or you know threading the goal um and then yeah edwards cleaned it up at the end with a, with a banger um so yeah it's a solid three points some pretty crazy fan activity which is definitely getting swept yeah. under the rug how fucked up it was <laughs> and how many chairs were thrown etc um yeah <laughs> content I, guess. <laughs> I think at this point it's just the norm when it comes to Guimarães, you know, their fans yeah. are Another thing, maybe you guys know, why did Pepe get a red? Because he just because he came too far of his technical area, apparently. Apparently it was 20 centimeters outside of his technical area. Harsh. Yeah, yeah. Remember I, when Conte So was it. literally in the uh halfway out on the field? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that was the official reason, and I think he said something to the referee about like where's where's the yellow, where's his yellow, whatever, mm. and then the referee just sent him straight away. But yeah, harsh, I think. Verissimo, bro, he's helping us out. <laughs> but I will say his reaction was uncalled for, though, Peppa, because fucking the the Guimarães guy was like two footed, uh, like on Paulinho. So I don't know where his reaction came from. He didn't even get the ball. Uh, so maybe that's what justified the red too. But sorry, go ahead, bro. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say uh, in terms of the game, yeah, frustrating. Um, I think Victoria played well. I think Pepe's a good manager. The way they've got him set up, I know they're not exactly the best. One of the best. Yeah, teams I feel like, like he's not happened. working with the best talent that he's that have passed through there. The bet, like as far as we're looking at teams, like bro, this is like the 15th best team in the last like 20 years, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. When he, when he left, he was supposed to get like a, a budget, a, a better budget of Victoria as well, but it just never came. I think they gave the manager before, which I think it was Thiago, the, the former player, they gave him money and he spent it on like Corezma and, and a lot of weird players, but like no disrespect to Corezma, obviously, but you know, but um, yeah, I think, I think we played well. Um, definitely in the second half. Um, the, uh, we'll talk in penalty about a minute, like the actual the actual foul. But um, I, th I thought uh, Matus race, like it said here, was was great as always. Um, you got I thought we had a solid game. Paulinho missed a lot of chances. I'm going to deny, but it's that as long as he scores one, I'm happy with. And it was a, a cool finish as well. Like he, he can't score the diff he can't score the easy ones, but difficult ones, no problem putting away. And like. I, I'm going to jump on the Slimani uh, hate wagon again. Like, he should have put that away. Like, I, 
I'm not saying Paulino would have put it away or whatever, but like Slim, that's what he was brought in for to finish chances like that. And like, uh, I can't four, he's got, so I guess he's got goals now on four or five shots on target. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> uh, I'm still not convinced by Slim, I, I'm just like, some of the goals he scored, like the, the one last game, like he was past the goalkeeper and literally all he had to do was like header it down like anywhere it would have gone in. Like, obviously, you have to get in the positions to score on whatever, which is fair. But I'm still not utterly convinced that we play better with him as well. I feel like he's just, he's just like a lamppost. Like, he doesn't really do he's anything. He's bagging him in, though. As long as he's bagging him in or deflecting them in. It reminds me of like, what people say about Ronaldo, how like, he doesn't press, but like he'll just score, like score random goals. That's what Slimani is for us. But, um... That is unfair, though, because Slimani's been running like 10K every game. I like thirty. Yeah, he does. He does yeah. chase the ball a lot. Yeah, I feel like he does, but then he gives up really, like, really quickly. I feel like at Leon, he probably wasn't asked to do that a lot. So, like, coming no. into Amarim's team is probably just like a cold shot, which you probably get used to. But the problem with Simani is he's has like, um, is like how he plays with the team isn't as well as Paulinho does. So to the yeah. overall game, it doesn't add. I agree. Yeah, definitely, and great goal from Edwards, by the way, as well. Um, like and like the stone, like I know he wasn't celebrating because he used to pay for it, but it was like it's like stone cold, just like you know, just like that. Like I love that celebration, and then Brigant's like picking him up was was good as well. And if you watch the backstage sporting as well, you can see like him being like surrounded by like Coates and they're speaking English to him, which is which is good to see. But um, but yeah, um, let's get on to the no weird interview shouts. No, no, no random question interview for Edwards. <laughs> I don't even know who, who took the interview. To Probably Paul. I know it was Paulino because I think he got. I think it was So let's go with this first one, which is uh, the Inacio stamp. Um, yeah. This was circulating after the, the two fouls from uh, Porto didn't get called. Um, I didn't see this in real time, to be honest. I completely missed it. Um, but, but Chris, what are your, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think the referee missed it too. Or did he get a yellow? I don't know about uh, a yellow, but they definitely called the foul. No, it was, he didn't it was get, a free he kick right outside the box. There was no card for him. There you go. Yeah, I'd have to. I don't watch. think this was a card though. But sorry, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I'd have to see like how hard it was, etc. Because sometimes the screen grabs are misleading. But I mean, the way that this exact like screen grab has been enforced this year is just like a meme at this point. Which one, like, it's probably, like, that's probably worse than the one that Braganza did, to be honest. Like, <laughs> they're probably both yellows, I guess. I don't know. What are you, th- what are you thinking about it? I think, I think we need a concrete, um, like, rule on what it is next season, for sure. Because for some reason this year, we've seen a ton of these. Um, I just, I don't, like, seeing the playback, I don't think it's it's a yellow sure i don't think it it's cause for a red because he's trying to win the ball that's just going over there that didn't um, even make the kazus on v sports no it didn't i was looking 20, for that too. 26 videos of the game and this isn't even one of the 26 clips agreed uh and and when we see some of the ones that porto have gotten away with this season especially the mabemba one if we're, we're talking about last game um it, I, I, I personally wouldn't call it a red. But looking at this image, if it gets given a red, am I pissed off about it? No, I get it. I understand it. But um I don't know. I think it's I think it's a bit too too 
harsh to call it a red. It's also like the contact isn't really there. The contact is when his foot finally starts falling down and it's more so on his heel. Um, and it's not really studs up. It's kind of just like graces his leg. But at least it got called. I've seen these not get called at all. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's yellow. not called. Sometimes it's a foul. Sometimes it's a yellow. Sometimes it's a red. It's a red. Yeah. Yeah. Like the uh, Befica fans. Sorry, sorry. Just let me. Yeah, last thing. The Befica fans that have been crying about this one in particular are saying because they Tarab got one like last week or two weeks ago. Casually forgetting that Altamendi got away with one like earlier this season. Whether it was I now I can't remember if it was against Sporting or Porto. And it's uh, quite hypocr- hypocritical. That's why I think we need like a a real like lockdown on what the fucking rule is. Or at least the refs do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it seems like the agreed, handballs yeah. are less controversial this year, and the stamps are more controversial than the handballs, to be honest. Yeah. Speaking of handballs, thank you for that segue. Um, here's the the still image, and I know this is one that's like if you look at different angles, you still can't decide, but this is the still image I've got from the penalty. Chris, what are your thoughts on the penalty? Was it correct or, or no? It, wait, let me just re- preface. It does hit his chest before it hits his arm. Sorry, carry on. Um, does it, though? I don't think that that is guaranteed. I think it does hit his... I obviously can't show the video. I'll try and find one on my phone. Yeah, no, I, no, I, think... I definitely... No, because the, there's one angle in particular where it looks like it doesn't. But then there's one angle where it really looks like it does, and then there's some that are inconclusive. If it hits off his chest, I don't first. I don't think it should be a PK. Um, but I, I'm not convinced that it does. I think that it's very inconclusive, and it's like the the way like the the you can kind of see like Inasi was so awkwardly like flicking it, like it, it was like a nothing play. It was so like I think it's very fortunate for on our end to be honest. He's very fortunate, but if it hits his chest first, I don't think it should be a PK. That's the angle like, the standard that seems that. to have been. So, like, if you want to have on. a look at the video, because I think I think it does hit his chest first, then his arm. I don't know. I looked at a different angle. It doesn't. It's yeah, like multiple different angle. Like, no, this angle kind of does look like it hits. The his one chest. where it's back, you're looking straight onto it. It looks yeah. like it just hits his arm. A lot of the other ones, it makes it look like it's either uh, chest first or inconclusive. So, yeah, it's tough to say because, I mean, it's one of those where his if he, like, tries to defend with his arms behind his back, we're not having this argument, right? Like, it just hits his chest, but it's because his arm is out there. But if the rule is that, you know, you have to touch your body and then if it touches the arm, it's not a penalty, I can see why people are complaining. Yeah, well, this is a good audio one. So it's like, does he think that it's just arm? Or does he know that it's chest and then arm, but still doesn't care? Because I feel like that's important detail. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm really on the fence of this. This is a critical critical moment in the game. It tied the game right before half for us. Yeah. But yeah, if we're taking an overall verdict, what are you guys saying? Penalty or no penalty? Well, are we agreeing that it hit his chest first or no? Are we are we are going to agree that it hit his chest first? I think so. I think we have to yeah. agree. Okay. Well, then I or don't think it should be a PK. Danny, you the same? <sighs> it's uh, it's tough. I'll say. I, I mean, uh, I do still think it's a penalty though, even if it because it just his arm, his his arm is still his arm, and his is, arm still is reckless, out. But 
Exactly. Yeah. I don't think if it's like, even if it doesn't make a deflection like that, it's going to be stuck in that area. You know what I mean? I think it's, it, it's, it's like, it's like run. situations. It's like situations though. I think like when it gets crossed and the guy's arm is like a little weird and it, it's like, but it's like, come on, what do you name? It's, it was like a cross that was like into his body. It wasn't going anywhere. This was like a flick that wasn't going anywhere. He's, he's 19 yards away from the goal. Um, like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. it kind of deserves like that little extra, like it's just a nothing, it's a nothing play boost. You know, it's not like he blocked a shot that was headed towards the net. Like it's like a weird little flick that like awkwardly hits his body, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what? Yeah. I think you convinced me. I don't think it's a penalty. You're right. You're right. If it's a shot, maybe we're, we're talking something different. Cause I was going to make the argument of his arm just being out. So the fact yeah. that it deflect like barely touches his chest and goes to the arm but you're right. It's more. It's not really a shot. It's more of a flick. Um, yeah, I'm with you. No penalty. I'm gonna have to disagree. I think. I think it is like you said, just for the unnatural position of yeah. the arm being out. If if it was by his side, like down here, or even like a little bit lower, I would be like, okay, that's fair. But like the fact it's like that far out, just makes me think that it it should be. And but if like, it's like, and if it's and if it ends up like whatever the. Whoever says like it's just straight arm, like then I, I agree. If it's straight arm, then it's a pen. His arm is like too recklessly positioned. Um, but I'm giving them the benefit of the deflection doubt. And here's yeah. the, here's the other thing: like they need to make the rule of like you know. I thought this deflected. was the rule. I thought it was the rule that if it was deflected, it didn't count. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like they need to make the rule on like in these cases where it's. Uh, um, like we've been talking, like you've been mentioning for years here, where uh, even if it's like debatable, it's the call on the on the field. Stand, yeah, 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 yeah. That needs to be concrete on VAR because in that case, because did this is debatable. This? Did he call this? He did call it. If I'm not mistaken, I think he, he called call it, it too. Yeah. It's not like it went back. So yeah. that that's another thing. So if that has it. to, if that's like the rule, as it should be, I think then to protect either the defender or the attacker. In this case, it would protect like the attacking team. I think that needs to be like concrete, so that, that so that there's just little less of these debates, um, more for more for referee errors. But it, it's only on the clear and obvious that VAR should you know be coming in. As much as I hate it, this isn't necessarily clear and obvious, you know. Yeah, uh, I I tend to agree. It's one that if it didn't get given, I would be like fair enough. Like, yeah, I think it's a difficult one to judge. But I, I agree with what Chris was saying. They should let us know what the, the criteria was for, for the actual penalty. But um, lastly on the actual game, uh, who are your guys in man of the matches? Uh, Danny, I'll start with you. Um, I was going to give it to Rej. I won't give it to Rej. I'm going to agree. I'm going to – with no, I'm going to give it to – oh, fuck, this is tough. Because I don't think anybody necessarily had a particular good game. I think it was just a lot of solid performances. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I'll, I'll still like, go. I'll, I'm going to say Sarabia. Sarabia played all right, scored a penalty, pointed out Bruno Varela, called him a dirty Lumpion, I think. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Sarabia. Give him some love. Maybe he'll stay. Chris, what about you? Who's your man in the match? Uh, it's tough. Um... I feel like I can't give it to Paulinho because I feel like he was too wasteful to earn man of the match. But he did play decent. Pot had a decent entrance, got an assist. Edwards had a decent entrance, got a goal. Um, 
I thought I'll give it to Ugart. I thought Ugart just had a solid yeah. overall game in the middle, um, containing them, etc. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with Golf when you give mine to Matthias Rice just because the goat. I just love racking the guy. him up. Dude, he's just racking yeah. up the awards this season. Brazil call look, up, yeah. like he got he got robbed of one, bro. Yeah. If you look at goal point man of the matches, I think mean, he's got like five or six. Like he's he's turned out very good. He's the Netu of luck. Because Netu got like five last season, just from spanning hundred percent pass accuracies and us winning one like one nothing. <laughs> last thing on this then will be the league table, which I'll get up in a sec. I'll zoom in as well. So, uh, Porto are ahead on 73 points. We've got 67. Um, so, six, still six points ahead. Mefica are, are catching us, but, you know, they've had a few bad results recently. Um, here's the, the question. If we look at the, the games we've got left, and I'll get that up as well. Do we think... Obviously, it's, it's mathematically possible, but is it actually going to happen? Let me just get Porto's schedule up and then we'll go through them. So Porto's schedule coming up is uh, Santa Clara at home, Guimarães away, Porto Minutes at home, Braga away, Vizela at home, Benfica away, Estoril at home. So that's Porto's schedule. And then if we get up hours, we go through. So we go through uh, Passos Ferreira next uh, home, Tobdela away, Benfica at home, Povista away. Juvacen at home, Portimonense away, and Santa Clara at home on the final game of the season. Danny, let me start with you. Is it going to happen or not? I personally don't think so. Uh, and that's how many games left? Six, seven, eight. One, seven. Two, three, four, five, eight. six, seven. 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 Oh, I'm counting the Tassel Portugal. Yeah, seven games. It's tough. Um, the only games I see them possibly dropping points is obviously Braga away and 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 Befica away. Um, are those going to result in two losses? I don't know. I think Estudial has a good Estudial has a good team. They could steal points from them at home, maybe a draw. Guimarães the same. You know, going away to Guimarães as we just seen is tough. Um, they could steal points from them. I just don't see it. I I, I won't say Porto is going to go undefeated. I think what will happen is a similar thing to us as last season, because if I'm not mistaken, Bifiga is what, the second last game? Uh, they're going to win this the, the title. I hope I'm wrong. But I think they're going to win the title and then eventually lose it to Bif like lose their undefeated streak to Bifiga um, with the second last game of the season like we did. It, you know, it's tough. It's tough. The, we have to pray for a miracle. Our, our, coming, our games aren't easy either. Um, Sorry, let me pull my uh, like them up just so I can see them again. But you said we still have to play Befica, right? That's like of the big ones. That's the toughest yeah. one. Yeah, and there's a tough away trip in the middle of that. So Santara at home. Oh, as well. sorry, a home trip. I was thinking Jovicin. Jovicin at home is tough. Jovicin this year has been fucking next level. Even though they just dropped points to Maritimo and lost my fucking parlay, um, <laughs> they've been they've been stealing points from Braga. They've been they've been out here. Navarro is a, a, a crazy striker. Um, and I hope they surpass Braga, but that's also unlikely. But fifth is a good place for Jovi Sint, but it's it's gonna be tough. I, I don't see us doing it. I don't I, I mainly don't see Porto I, I can see us going undefeated. I don't see Porto dropping six points in seven. Chris, what about you? 
No, that's not going to happen, I don't think. And I think that they might even drop a draw or, t- or maybe even two draws if things get really crazy, but it's not yeah. enough. Like, it's not yeah. enough. And I think I- that we're going to – I think we might even fuck it up before – because if we just draw a game again, like, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But I will actually be infuriated if they do lose two games and we, like, draw one. And it's, like, on the table for it to be there, and then we fuck it up. But uh, I don't think it's even going to be there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be forever the optimist <laughs> and say, you know what? I think, I think it will. And here's my reasoning for it. So Gimarais gave us a tough a tough game last time. They've got Gimarais away. Santa Clara gave us a tough game. I know they're still a decent team. They've got Santa Clara, they've got Porto next. But that's away. Sporting Braga also, need, need to win. To there's so much pressure on the fit. refs too. I was yeah. gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. After this weekend, I, I, I don't disagree with you, Sam. I agree that the, these are tough teams. I even think Bo Vista had a good chance against them. And they played well, decent enough. And, like, and I'm not saying Porto are only winning games because of the refs either. Porto have been playing well this season. I'm not trying to say the opposite. But when you have 14 players against 11, most of the times, when you're getting at least most of the favorable calls, I'm not saying we weren't just benefited from a penalty either. I'm not saying that. We were. Big teams tend to get the calls. But Porto has been like, Consistently, week in, week out, there's been Who's some gonna, sort of which referee is gonna have the balls to call a halfway PK against Porto, you know, if it's tied or, or something, or finally give Mabemba a red card, who's he's been yeah. begging for a red card. They're gonna mention Polinga last season, it's fair just, enough, but Mabemba has been begging for a red be- card, bro. It's in your best interest to just not do anything, man, <laughs> yeah, and not have the, them raging at you for like a, a week straight. <laughs> But Sam, no. come on, encourage me some more though. Tell me. Okay, so Santa Clara, they've got the next game, right? Porto have had a few COVID cases. And if that spreads, it's already spread to Tremi to Pepe like already. So if you do the 10-day calculation, there's still some of them might be fine. It just depends how much it spreads. So they could be out with a key. Obviously, that's just a hypothetical. But that is that could happen. And then they've got Gimarines, um away, like we said, just to play good against us. Never know what's going to happen. Portimonense, I think, should be easy points for them. Braga need to pretty much win in order for Gilvesen not to overtake them or be level on points with them. And I think yeah. that will that will happen. Um, I think Braga will will play to win. Vizela, I think, is uh, a, a fine game. They'll be fine. Benfica, right. Benfica need to win pretty much every game and hope we choke some. Because the thing we're not talking about is Benfica overtaking us, which can still happen. They're not They're not too far out. I know they've got a few draws here and there, but they, they've generally looked like a better team, especially in Europe as well. So they could be sort of like a, a renaissance of that team. Then Estoril, you have to remember, they they pretty much beat Porto at the, the first game. If they weren't saved from that that um, that sort of disallowed goal from yeah. VAR. So I think altogether, so I reckon a loss to Benfica, a loss to Braga, and a draw to Kimmerays. Like, I mean, we've not got an easy schedule, like you said, you've sent uh, Benfica and Santa Clara again, who obviously beat us um, in January. But, like, we've beaten Benfica. I think we're going to do it again. Tondela away is difficult, but I think we'll be fine. Same with Passos de Ferreira. Same with Bovista. Portimonense away, maybe. And then the only game has got to worry about is obviously Benfica. 
and Gilvesen. I I won't even give Santa Clara that because I think we can we can beat them. It was just an off day. So those are the as long as we get through to if we beat Tondela and Passos, I think we we the hope is still there. If we drop any sort of points to Benfica, even if it's draw, then yeah. the dream's over. Yeah. But like I'm still optimistic. Just I think I think Port have got the, the tougher schedule for me. I know it's pretty much 50-50. But Braga and Benfica. And obviously we've got to play Porto in between for the um, Tasta Liga second leg, which is April twenty first. So that will be in between um that'll be in between the game for us, which is against Benfica, and I believe the game against Porto for them as well. No, sorry, for the game against Braga and Portimonense is in the middle of that. So who knows what that will have a knock on effect if, if we get a result, Porto get a result, whatever. But yeah, that that's my op- optimistic uh, shout. But I am leaning towards you guys at the moment, like I don't know. I feel like we've not been great recently, but I don't think we were great that that much last season either. I feel like we got very lucky in terms of like Coates late goals and we just don't have those this season. It feels like. Yeah, I feel like Porto have taken taken the majority of the the late goals, and even some Benfica games have had late goals. I feel like we we haven't got that this season. For some for we some had reason. like like it felt like like ten last season. You know, that game against Santa Clara <laughs> and against Braga. If that was last season, it would have been. We would have won. Yeah, we would have won. Or, or at least tied. Or at least drawn, yeah. We wouldn't have I, I will say I am optimistic that we'll beat them in passive. Let me knock on wood. Maybe I shouldn't say that too loud. My two yeah, goals? I think so. I would have maybe agreed with you more if they had like a Europa League semifinal that week, but they don't. Even I agree too. Anymore. You're right. I was more pissed. I was pissed that they lost to Leon. And of course, we wankers, to the fucking, wankers, bro. Yeah, it's not even wankers. a good Leon team. Like, it's oh, not. Man. They're in like tenth or some shit. <laughs> They're like garbage this season. They need a slim on you there, the dragon slayer to, to <laughs> score. A no, clearly they didn't, bro. They still bro, fucking. It, they still if Slimani played, game. it would have been six one aggregate, bro. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> cool. I think that's it for the, the the sort of football in in the week talk. Uh, Chris, I know you had a few loose ends. Do you want to you want to hit us with some? Yeah, yeah, just some random stuff that. Uh, I wrote down that happened uh, since the last pod. Um, Jovan actually scored a goal today for Cape Verde, but I was just noting that he got got called got called up for Cape Verde again. He hasn't played since I think he played a friendly for them once in like 2017, and like he was kind of maybe holding out for Portugal. Do we think that this is the end of the Portugal dream and that Jovan's gonna start doing regular Cape Verde action? Did he score yeah. today? He did against Guadeloupe. In a friendly, Look, there's no chance of him getting the Portuguese team. Like, yeah. I said this with Nuno Santos as well. Like, I think they're both decent wingers, but like, you've got what you got, where's got Rafa. Like, you've got so many players that you can just name that aren't even been they've gotten into moments of form where it's like they get to the periphery, but it, it even in their best moments, it's never enough to get over the line. You 2020 Jovan, if he continued that, I would have said, like, when I'm in first to cover and we had like the first like COVID games. <laughs> He was banging free kicks in left, right, and center. I would have said, "Yeah, hundred percent." But like, he he's fallen off hard. I feel sorry yeah. for him, but injuries yeah. haven't helped. But even like, this you've got season, so many players. Even this um, season, he started off. He started off strong. He was starting. He started like three games consecutively. Well, they were trying to make him like, like our left winger. I think they went to renew as well. We we kept giving yeah. him giving him offers, and he was just like. Uh, I oh, actually, I think it's the other way around. He wanted the contract, and we were just like, eh. mm. like, I mean, you've been injured quite a lot. Yeah, 
exactly. That that dream is done, and and it's been done not only because he he's been injury prone, it's because like the likes of like Trincao, who I'm sure we'll talk about, and uh, bro, my boy Tete, and uh, okay, maybe not Tete, but Trincao, Pot, uh, Pedro Neto. Like they're in and out of this squad. Rafael Leon's just getting in because of injuries. It's like, yeah, that 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 ship has sailed. Even players that, that could play in like midfield as well, like Vitinha could play on the wing. And then like even if we're thinking about like really, really future, like jo- Joelson Fernandez is supposed to be like the yeah. next big thing. And you've obviously got people from Befica's Academy and Porter's Academy as well. I think that for both Jovan and Nuno Santos. I think Nuno Santos has a little bit of hope because the left-back position, like, I, I feel like it's not Portugal's strongest. I know Nuno Mendes and Rafael Guerrero, Rafael Guerrero are really good, but then after that, it's like a, a drop-off. And I can tell can play left-back as well. But Fernando Santos usually uses him in right-back, I, I believe. So, I, I think the, the the dream is more dead for Jovan than it is for Nuno Santos, in, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, so it seemed like Morita was like linked to sporting briefly. Now they're saying Stuttgart's interested. Um, I'd say buckle in that one's going to keep going for a while. Um, Inacio for singer call up. Viana linked to PSG sporting director job, which was an interesting one from, uh, I think a daily mail as a daily mail report. Uh, I don't know how accurate it is, but interesting nonetheless. No, no, exactly. Probably not accurate at all, but can I just say how how like characteristic of this administration that literally after an election comes out is it like oh one of the most important members of this election that of this uh, administration that just got reelected may possibly leave. I mean, good. I mean, not good riddance, but like, hey, good luck at PSG. Like, we'll see how long that lasts if it is true. This is so characteristic of this fucking administration. Um, Paulinho stock tanking question mark uh, out of the Portugal squad lost his spot to Ugarth partially we didn't lose his spot to Ugarth but he was out for injuries and he was suspended yeah. um, and it just the drop off wasn't enough for it to him to be begged for him to be coming back you know um, so yeah I, I definitely not the ideal direction for his market value to be headed as we enter into his last two months at the club before he's 100% being sold in the summer at like his lowest value in the past like two years. So that's cool. Um, it was first reported like a couple weeks ago that Juan Virginia was definitely not coming back, but now they're saying they actually want him to come back, but they don't want him to come back on a definitive. So they're going to try to extend the loan or lower the buyout. So we'll see if Everton bites on that. I don't think they give a shit about him to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because they, they're they're more likely to get relegated. They probably need every penny. So yeah, yeah. So maybe they won't lower the buyout then, and they can, we'll just get another loan out of them. Maybe. Uh, true. If they get if they get relegated, they're not going to be trying to cut deals. I don't feel like. Well, if they get relegated, Pickford's gone. I can't remember who their backup goalkeeper is, but I think it's like a it's really Begovic. old person. It's Asmir Begovic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, they'll probably need a backup at some. Maybe they'll take him back. I'll probably need two goalies, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there was this Lampard. Would, sorry, Lampard would take Kepa. I just realized that. Get his boy back <laughs> in <True>. the championship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, there's this is an insane episode of Fidal being like potentially called up to yeah. the Moroccan national team, getting sent a ticket, and then the coach deciding at the last minute that he didn't want another lefty center back, so just uncalled him up, um, which is wild. <laughs> His response was harsh. He was like, "Oh, you can come watch the game with his family." So, like, well, that's not very nice. <laughs> I know. It's like if he doesn't want to travel all the way to Morocco for that, bro, <laughs> on his fucking rare week off. <laughs> Um, Poro got some Bayern Munich rumors, but then retweeted a record report saying that he only wants to stay at Sporting. So, the active social media user himself, who would eventually get himself in trouble on social media uh, later on in this <laughs> reading. Shout <laughs> uh, out to Poro. Let's go, bro. Fuck that. Yeah. Thiago Tomas uh, hit a winner in Germany. Let's go. Yeah. And a brace better, or some shit like that. Again better goals. I think he's on like three better, goals. Better goals per shot ratio than Lewandowski. Goal, <laughs> bro. Sam, where's my apology, bro? Bro, you put Paulinho in that league, man. He's getting at least 20. I'm feeling it. <laughs> so, so before the Game and Edge yeah, game, right. Oro was a late scratch, and he tweeted that his hip was bothering him again and that has already happened to him a couple times and he didn't want to risk another injury so he was not going to miss the game and then after the game Ruben Amorim was like kind of salty that he was like divulging sensitive information on social media and then he deleted the tweet um so sometimes I feel like Pedro Poro on Twitter is like a bot it's like, this can't be real. Like, <laughs> this can't be real. Like, sometimes it's just, like, too perfect. Or it's like, bro, like, how are you, like, joking like that? Or, like, how are you, quote, tweeting, like, this person I follow? Like, how did you even find this tweet? Like, it just feels too perfect sometimes. And it's just like, is this guy just created in a laboratory to, like, make us all like him? Um, but, yeah, he finally got in trouble for his tweets. It was only a matter of time, bro. You can't be firing off, like, 10 a day for months and not eventually send one that gets the boss out of you <laughs> this guy has been saying tick tock for like fucking uh, two years now um oh yeah there's the mateus noon's abala rumor of 40 million plus palaversa and Tellas magno uh definitely not a real rumor but it would be sick i guess it would be a good deal there were people saying that they wouldn't take it and i was looking at them like 100 of poro in the deal plus 40 million i'm not i'm, I'm not watching the other two players play so i can't say it but just that alone i would have said yeah because yeah, poro yeah. is worth double matthews noons at the moment so yeah and, and let me say talisman i don't know the other guy Talis Magno is ball. Is he a city player? Because when I looked him up, I only seen Vasco da Gama and NYCFC. He owns. Because, he's owned by Manchester City, I think. Okay. And because and then, NYFC are like a partner club, like of a, city. I know, yeah. but it's still like a separate entity. That's why I wasn't sure if that he's like an official. I think he's owned by the city city group. It like owns. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. They have like three, four different clubs. I think it's Man City, NYFC, Melbourne, and then the one in Spain, which is like the second division where Toro was at uh, last. last Girona. Girona. Yeah. Um, the the Victoria game, Gimenez president came out and like with the interview and like said there was like some weird stuff going on with the Plata deal. Like said it was still unclear. Um, he mm. said they did have a preference to buy 
but he said that like if some if if um if valid the lead triggers the option, Gibanez gets a three million dollar payment or a player valued at three million. Um, it's just like some weird stuff that like I obviously I'd never heard before. I was like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, I mean, it's, there's gonna be some weird thing that happens with Plata this summer that's gonna blindside us all because it's clearly not transparent what the details of the loan or anything even is. <laughs> Wait till PSG get that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, Garth got a late call up. Um, he's probably just chilling on his couch. Unlucky lad had to fly out to Uruguay. He got there this morning. <laughs> um, uh, Fatawa Isahaku listed on the Ghana call-up sheet as a sporting player, despite not having signed yet. I think that's a pretty good indication that he will <laughs> definitely be signing. Exactly. Um, he's, been training, he's been training at Alcochet. Um, they just got to wait till this season's over. Um, uh, and then also, it's, we talked about it briefly last time, the Sporting Dynamo Kiev UEFA Youth League round of 16 game. Looks like it's actually going to be a go, I I think. They're, they're basically saying available players head to Romania and we'll give you conditions to play. I don't know what that means. I don't know if there's still Dynamo Kiev players that are in Ukraine. I don't know if most of them have gotten out. I don't know if all of them have gotten out. I literally have no idea. Um, so we'll see how it continues to develop, but like the Stal Bucharest like president like agreed to give them all the conditions that they would need should they be able to present themselves, basically. Um, so if Dynamo Kiev is able to fill the team, field a team, then they'll play Sporting, and then the winner will play Befica the week after. Almost rooting for Dynamo Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's frozen. What does that mean? I, okay, I was unsure if it was me or I thought you froze for a second. So I'm like, oh shit, is it me? I think he forgot to leave his door open. <laughs> Hashtag open the door, bro. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We'll, we'll move on for a bit until yeah. he comes back. Um, there was something that was tweeted um, today. Well, by me on the the account, which was a, a news article from uh, I think it's Record or Ebola that said Fadal wasn't was going to leave in the summer because but they're not going to extend his contract because he's not going to hit the games. I think I think Chris, you had the actual number. I think it was like he needs to play in eight more games for like forty five minutes or more. Is that or something like that? Is that right? I think he's frozen. Yeah, fuck. There he is. Oh, he's there. Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I think he just needs to play in the game. I think he just needs to play. Um, but there's only like seven games left, and he has to play in six. So he basically needs to play in basically all the remaining games, which is tough, you know. Because if he sits like two, then it's over, you know. We'll yeah. See. That's why Definitely. when he got subbed in in like the 89th minute of that Champions League game, I was like, what the fuck? Because that <laughs> gave him a free appearance, bro. Yeah. And the Tasa games don't count. So like, there's a very finite number of games left. We're not advancing in the Champions League. It's like... I could have. I literally couldn't believe it. So, yeah, I don't know what they want to do with him, dude. Do you both think it's time for him to go, or do you think maybe getting him back on a cheaper deal or something? Like, what are your guys thoughts? Drop off stop. from this. If his drop off from this year to last year to this year is any indication of what's to come next year, yeah, I think we should probably part ways. Agreed. 
It's like it's like Jovan, bro. Yeah, at this point you're just too injury prone. And you're up there in age. Like it's not even like at least Jovan, we can maybe like work with him a bit. But yeah, keep Neto. He's an old man. Keep Quatch, he's an old man. Inasu's getting his experience in. Time to time to go to Braga and buy some center backs. Yeah, we need like <laughs> two, three center backs. That's what I was gonna ask next. Do you reckon it's time for Marsa and Quaresma, or you think they're gonna be loaned out or B team again, or do you reckon we're gonna go in the market for a person it, back? It's unclear what he feels about Marsa because he's been in the fringes, he's been in the periphery, but he's never actually put him in. If he was good, if he was that good, I he I feel like he would have put him in by now. It's somebody, you know. Agreed. Uh, even if it's a l- yeah, even if it's our left back, bro, because our left back situation isn't even solid. Uh, I, I'm even, I'm the same p- opinion even of Kurejma. At times, I felt like he liked Kurejma. There's times even of him of when Amuri's mentioned Kurejma this season. I'm like, like you hate the kid. Like he, he's, he scored a goal recently. I, I forget against who. Uh, I think it was Tondela's last game. But yeah. He, he hasn't had a, he hasn't had a great loan spell to even think that we're. That he's coming back. Um, maybe he is dating a TikToker, though. It should be noted he is dating a TikToker. Does that get him down in Amory's estimations or up? Is the question. That, that might change everything, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I don't know if that I, that probably hurts him in Amory's eyes, if anything. Is he, is he, is he doing is TikToks as well? He's Did in some of them. Oh, no. If Amory sees that, I feel like he's going <laughs> to To be fair, the ones that I've seen. I've seen like only a few of him doing the dances. It's more just like, oh, he's like in a hoodie over there, you know, type of shit. But I have seen a few, a few of him doing the dances. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Which, to be fair, like Poro, Pot, we've got a couple boys sniped doing TikTok dances uh, <laughs> over the course of the season. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, for the for doll, and there's also uh, I don't know if you mentioned this. Or Chris, or had it up, was uh, Kawat is renewing uh, a lower salary. And the question I wanted to ask around it is do you think he's earned that sort of sporting legend status, or do you think maybe not comparable <laughs> to, like, obviously not the, the five uh, violins, but like, do you reckon he's going to be up there when it's all said and done? I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me say this in, in my lifetime, in terms of defenders, what is it, Anderson Polga? I have Mathieu. I don't know how you guys feel, or I don't know how the overall. He's been here for like three is. times as long as Mathieu, though. Exactly, and that's my point. And he's won a title with us, captain us to win a title he's with won us. Won countless other titles. He's won several titles. At, yeah. at least, at least two Tasa Ligas or three. A tasa, I think two Tasa Portugal. Like if we look at Anderson Polga's trophies, it's probably like a, a quarter of the amount of Quats has won. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like that Sporting era, I, I don't want to disrespect Polga. I love Polga, and and he has a World Cup, so that's World like, Cup winner. That's Polga. about the bypass. That's about the bypass. What I'm about to say, but honestly, Diaby might have as many titles as Polga. <laughs> Renan. We, started, we won a lot of We never used to win like Tasa Liga or anything. Really. Exactly. I mean, there was that's like a seven-year drought of any trophies in there, in there, mixed mm-hmm. in there. Exactly. So I think it's I think he's captain or captain. I think he's a legend easily, easily. Would you put people him? Consider, people can sorry. People consider William Carvalho a legend, and 
<laughs> he's done. He's did what he, he's done. What he's done. You know. Are we saying? Yeah, like, and Kawats didn't extend either. Yeah. Saying I think 10? Watts would still probably top be a legend 10? even if he did rescind. And he didn't rescind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Top I 10 for you, Chris, either? Top or... 10. Top 10 is What, tough. that I've ever seen with my own eyes? In terms of... Club? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, legend status in terms of... Yeah, because yeah. a lot of the legends I never saw with my own eyes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah in, in your estimation, at least. Yeah, I yeah. think I would put him in my, in my lifetime top 10. Okay, if it's, if it's lifetime, yeah, if it, I was going to say, if it's lifetime, I might be top five. I've been alive for I'm thinking Lietzen, Polga, <laughs> Lietzen, Polga, uh, Patricio, fuck it. He, he's a legend. We can't we can't argue it. He's a legend. Um, I'm going to argue it until until the end. He's not I'm a with legend you. anymore. I'm with you, but yeah. I'm going to put Patricio. <laughs> bro, some people say Adrian's a legend, bro. Fuck Adrian. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Just a mention of his name just spawns a record article just saying that he's going to come back in, in the near future. It is cooked, bro. He's in guitar. It's over, man. <laughs> yeah, Mathieu Kowatch. I'd say th- those are my top five. I'm probably forgetting. I love Rauschenbach, but I can't call him a legend. If I was thinking top five, I would say Lietzen. I would personally put Slimani. Um, Slimani. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Slimani or Dost. Mm-hmm. But I'll think Lost, I'll go with yeah, I think they make a case for both of them. Yeah. Both. Nani, Nani, yeah. Nani, Ricardo Bruno Fernandez, Bruno, Bruno's a legend. Yeah, and then but he's not between... top five. He's not. I think Quats is a higher I, legend than Bruno. I think Bruno was top five. Just in, in terms of what I know, obviously he didn't win anything, but like he was without him, we would have been like the seventh. Okay, fair. I'm not saying I think he's one of the best players I've ever seen at Sporting, but if we're talking legendary status, I don't. I don't think he's ahead of. Kowatch, I don't think he's top five. For me, it's it's that when he came, when he did rescind, and like I'm not going to skip past it, but he did Whatever. come back apparently on the same salary, came back as a captain, and even if you look now, he comes to games and like he he meets with the team. Yeah. For me, for me, that gives him a bit more. But then I think the final one is between um, Matthew and Kowatch, but I think I'll I'll probably put Kowatch there, even though I love Matthew. But in terms of longevity, no, I agree. Yeah. Was Matthew two seasons, three? Two, three, three, or maybe even four. I think it was two, wasn't it? Let me see. He I'm came in the season we everyone rescinded, right? And then the ninety. 19- no, he came the season before. Oh, okay, it was three and a three and a half because he had that injury to, in twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Pandemic season, yeah. So yeah, exactly, three and a half yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. So he came. 2017 retired 2020 so three yeah three and a half are you saying top five for you chris what was your top five yeah liadson nani yeah. yeah uh i think kawats goes there um i'm putting polga i need to redo my top five i think, I forgot about I think bruno schlatter in there See, in terms of legendary status, Slimani, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, okay, this is mine now because I'm taking off Patricio. My bad. Nani, Lietzen, Kwatch, Slimani, and I'm honestly debating between Dost and and Freddie. Dost, Freddie, Bruno. There's a case for a lot. I'll put Dost. I'll put Dost. I really don't like Freddie. I don't don't think he's even my top 10, to be honest. But he he held it together on some of the darkest years for the club and like he and freddie's clutch in. and then he came back and was like still somehow bagging them in he's clutch <laughs> bro 
when I think of clutch, I don't think of of LeBron James. I don't think of Damian Lillard. I think of Freddie Montero, baby. He's still bagging of, him somehow, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I think of Tanaka, that that free kick against Braga, Tanaka. bro. Tanaka's a legend simply for scoring a goal against Besiktas and stealing the spray paint from the fucking referee and putting a team. That was terrible, yeah. Right. Sorry, who did you say? Who did, who did I say? No, um, the guy for the free kick. Oh, oh Tanaka. Tanaka. Sorry, Tanaka. that's who you... Yeah, you did say Tanaka. My bad. It's been a long day. Yeah. Tanaka, bro, chill out. Tanaka. Yeah, the spray didn't even, like, what he was trying to write did not even work. It didn't even go. <laughs> <laughs> Matias oh, Fernandes, yeah. bro. That's fucking me up, bro. Yeah. But he's not ahead of Bruno. Pineda. No, I don't think Bruno he's ahead of any of the guys. I wouldn't put Pineda in there. Cross and back is up there for me. I feel like there's going to be um, one that we're just all missing. But I just can't oh, Betu, the defender. Yeah, Betu. I was trying to think of more guys from like the UEFA Cup final team. Ugo Vienna? He wasn't here yeah, long enough. He was in that 2005 did. team. He left. And, like, yeah, Vienna's more of a Braga legend. Yeah. 2005. Newcastle yeah. United legend. Zepp Zedo, 2005 <laughs> team. Yeah. I just feel like there's one we're missing, but I really can't. There is one we're, we're definitely missing one. Right after the podcast, we're going to be like, bro, how do we forget <laughs> fucking what kind of fake fans are we? Not Matinho. That that was not what I was, was thinking definitely of not. in any stretch of the imagination. I'm try- I, f- I feel like there's a left back, but I keep thinking Grimi. Jefferson. But not him. Jefferson, yes. You're right. No, Argentinian. Who's the other one? Oh, not yeah. Silva. In Sua. What were what your guys' opinions on Cedric? He's a solid player, in my opinion. You guys are hating me. You guys are going to hate me. No, no, I, no, no. Like, I agree. At, at Arsenal, even right now, he's uh, not national team level, but he's he's doing a job there. I think he's doing well. That first season at Southampton, as well, it was good. But I thought he was always... Oh, Joe Pereira. That's who I was. Pereira. That's that's another one who I could... Sapinto, Nikolai, caralho. Uh, Kuresma, Jandal, Jandal. Does I know Ronaldo? <laughs> no, one season, one. Yeah, one season wonder, bro. That's all you need. Or is it going to be two or three when he comes? Marcus back Rojo, yeah. Eric Dyer, Naldo, Eric Dyer. Come we on, we just did a competition. See how many sporting players we can name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miguel, Miguel yeah, we're we're having a smeller, boys. We're forgetting a ton of legends. I'm not gonna lie, my top five is still the same. <laughs> like I, no, I, I like Veloso. Top five doesn't. I don't think the top five changes. Veloso sneaking into my. I loved Veloso at Sporting. Yeah, but then he chased the money. He went to Russia. Like he could have gone. No, to we shipped him away too. Didn't we just ship him to Reading or some shit like that? That's Carisu. That's Carisu. You're right. Veloso, he shipped. Where he wanted to go to. I think he went to Kiev. I think I don't blame him, bro. Let me see. He got paid a no, lot. I think he went to went... Italy. I think he went to Italy first. Oh, was that you went to Italy first? Uh, yeah, mate. Or was it Kiev then, General? I really Let can't remember. I remember him leaving and being very upset, but I just not remember where he went to. Bro, his dad is a Befica legend and he became a sporting legend. You know? It's because Befica has got academy that. cut him when he was little. So when he came to sporting. I think that's the yeah. story, at least. That is yeah. the story. <laughs> 
Okay, I went to Genoa first, and then Kiev. And Kiev, and then wow. Genova, Genova, Hellas, Verona. Okay. Cool. I, I think we'll leave that conversation there because we'll be going on all night. To be fair, but, um, Chris, do you have any uh, modalities uh, discussion? Yeah, any more loose ends that you missed? We've got a couple modal- modalities. Wait, boys, two more legends. My bad. Luis Figo, Simon Sabrosa. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so the ladies won 6 1 against Maritimu. U23s caught a fat L yesterday against Family Call 5 2. Uh, hockey won 7 0 against Meningens. B team came back 2 0 down and beat Oriental Dragon FC 3 2. Swaggy ass name. Uh, futsal against Braga won 5 1. Basketball beat Lusitania 91 64 and then lost again today to Benfica by like 15. We got, we we basically got our shit pushed in, uh, especially in the second half. Uh, we had our, we didn't have Trevante and yeah, it just wasn't going to happen for us. Kind of got fucked on. And uh, yeah. Oh, and Oriol Dongmo, who won a gold medal at the meet she was at last weekend, the Paris meet. Which I guess was a warm up for the World Championships. Indoor World Championships just won another gold medal at the Indoor World Championships. So, shot put, Queen. <laughs> cool. Um, Van Volkswinkel. No. I thought of him, but I didn't think it was worth the shot. <laughs> Joao like, Mario. Like one season of goal scoring on the worst squad in club history. <laughs> Just for reference, to uh, people who who follow us on Twitter, I've tweeted that as a poll. uh, In your lifetime, is Bastion Quarter as a top five sporting legend? So feel free to go to our Twitter at sporting160 underscore EN. Have your say. I voted yes, and obviously Chris and Danny have said yes in the chat as well. In the pocket as well. So, yeah, I think that's everything, unless I'm missing anything. You guys got any extra things to add? Gustavio. Sorry, I'm done. (laughs) Trump Pinto. He's a Braga legend, bro. Stadio. Stadio? I guess. Jean in my opinion, is a Spartan legend too. He's a little bit of, of both. I think he was just a bit before my time. I think he was a, he was played when I was alive, but not not when I was watching. I think. Because didn't he win the title with Bovista in two thousand four? No, two thousand, two thousand. Was that and it? then he came to Spartan? Or am I no. thinking Petit? No, I think I'm right. I think you're right. Jean, Jean Pinto went to. I'll, I'll click him right now. And uh, and sorry, the last one. Wh- who was our uh, who was our backup keeper for like years? Um, Marcelo Boek. Marcelo Boek. Yeah. No, he never won. He did go to Bovista, but he never won the league there. I thought he won the league. That. Paul Bint. You're right. When did he move to Bovista? Two thousand and four. Yeah, so that would have that would have been you know. I started watching football like five, six. But yeah, I, th- I think that's it. Have, have anyone, anyone else yeah, got any? Sorry. Any <laughs> <That's all right>. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Bab, bro. No, We're good. Yannick Balassi, man. Friend of the show. Yeah, As by show. As oh, big Jug. He's my love. Friend of the show. Okay, well, if that's everything we've got, I'm sure Danny will be naming sporting players all the way through into the night and probably we get lost. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I saw him at uh, Colombo once. 
No right way. Before he transferred to, right before he transferred to Turkey. Yeah. He's a legend just for that, bro. Gaspar, <laughs> bro. Legend. <laughs> Still on. No, actually not on the payroll anymore as of like a month ago. Yeah, no, he's not. So, yeah. On that note, thank you for watching. <laughs> Feel free to follow us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you all for watching. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.